Welcome guys to Love and Be Free. It's your host, Vanika Burrows. On this episode, we're going to have an open conversation. We're going to talk about a little bit about everything. Let's get started. Why do we feel the need that we always have to lie instead of just being honest? Obviously, no one is truly honest. But why do we feel the need to lie for little things of why were you late? I get into a car accident. I was on my phone. I was talking. Why didn't you answer my call? I was texting. Sorry. Can I come over to your house? No, you can't. Why not? I just don't feel like having anyone in my home. Why can we feel free to say those things by responding that way? I don't understand why us as human beings put each other in those positions that we feel to lie. And I was telling my nephew that when you lie the first time, then the second time, and it's not that you're lying to cover up something big, but the little lie is the dangerous lie because you get so comfortable on making little lies that it becomes big and you have no control to stop yourself. So I tell him, the little lies are the important lie. And the only reason why I know that is because I used to do it. I used to lie for the little shit. Like if someone asks me, uh, Nikki, you want to go somewhere? And I'm like, uh, well, I can't. I have to look. Why can't? And I usually, I have to look at my niece. I'm like, oh my God, why can't I just say I didn't want to do it? But it's just a part of you not wanting to make that person feel bad. But the truth is, when you just literally just tell the truth and say, listen, I don't feel like it. Yes, they're going to not like your answer or they may be respectful of you being honest. If that's your friend, they should understand that you don't want to do shit. You just want to be alone. You just want to hang by yourself because you love yourself. So over the time, I just like, you know what? I need to stop this. This is not good. So then I see my nephew doing the same thing. And my sister and I always tell him, the little lies is the lie that catch you in a deep shit. Because when you start lying little, you end up lying big where you don't even expect to do so. But the little lie makes you so comfortable enough that you're okay to do the big lie. You're like, oh, I get rid of that. Why not this? And then I'm talking about fear. Fear is such a powerful thing. Fear keeps us from doing so much things in life. Fear and doubt. When you have doubt, you have fear. When you have fear, you have doubt. I feel to me, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like they both is like brothers and sisters. Because when you doubt yourself, you have fear about doing it, to accomplish it, or making the move on it. And I always tell my student, when you have that fear and you have that doubt, I think you should react on it. You should use it as a positive tool. Whereas you push yourself and know that, you know what? If I'm doubtful because I think if I go up on the stage, my mouth might get a little dry. What can I do to not make my mouth so dry? Use it as a weapon for good. It may come off wrong to you listeners. I may like, okay, Onika, you don't make no sense, but trust me. Try it. Fear is just something that we as human created. Fear has no control over you. You have control over fear. 
When you're fearful of doing something, it's not a human being keeping you back. It's your own conscious. It's your own self keeping you from doing that. Just like when you're doubtful of doing something or saying something or asking someone else out or telling someone that, oh, you look good and asking someone to borrow something. Those are the things that you are keeping you back. You're keeping yourself back. It's just as when people say, oh, you're the reason why I didn't accomplish my master degree. Uh Uh-uh. You're your reason why you didn't accomplish your master degree. If you ain't a mother, you have to do six jobs or three jobs to support your four kids or your three kids. And you're in a relationship with no one to support. And you telling your boyfriend or your husband, they're the reason why you didn't go back to school. No, I need you to check yourself. You're the reason why you didn't go back. And that's called blaming. People blame each other for things that they didn't accomplish in life. Because they feel bad about it. So they need someone to blame it on. We need to make those changes within ourselves. We need to stop blaming others for things that we don't want to do for ourselves. And stop blaming ourselves and taking responsibility on the things that we want to accomplish. We stop, we need to stop creating fear within ourselves. I know that it's okay to try something. Fall in your face and pick your shit up back. I know it's easy for me to say, or you guys might hear, like, oh girl, please. If you guys even know half of the shit my sister and I went through in life, you will be like, girls, let me bow to you. People look at our life as we are so like, think we are perfect or we know it all, but we don't. We had a lot of fear. We had a lot of doubts. We fell on our face so many times with people slamming the door in our face, but we never give up. But in one time in our life, fear was our identity. Doubt was a part of it. We used to allow that to control what we were going to do and what we we're not going to do. I feel the world that we're living in, we should not make fear or doubt stop us from doing the things we love to do or we want to do. Or we should stop blaming each other for how we feel about ourselves. Look what happened in the Capitol. They're blaming African-Americans for how they're feeling of their action they took on the Capitol. So it's like a blame game. Take your ownership of your shit. You're racist. You don't like black people. Take ownership ship of your shit. You didn't go back to school because you were scared. Take ownership of that. Because when you take ownership of your shit, then changes comes and you can make changes around yourself. I'm not saying the people in the capital change is going to change overnight. I'm prayful, hopeful that they do, and God bless them, anoint them to make some change within their life. But I'm saying to our regular, normal human being out there, don't blame others because you didn't finish your high school diploma, your high school to get your high school diploma. Don't blame someone because you were so afraid to go outside and go scooby diving. Don't blame someone because you didn't get the money that you thought you would have going to get, but this person kept you back. Blame yourself in the sense of asking yourself, why didn't I do it? That's the type of blame I'm talking about. Asking yourself, 
Why didn't I make that move? Why didn't I walk out of this relationship? Why am I so stuck in this relationship? Why am I still keep blaming this girl that she's the reason why I'm in this not healthy relationship or is the reason why I'm, I'm not I'm in this unhealthy relationship? Ask yourself why you're in a relationship like it, like that. Why you're in the job that you're in. Why you're not going back to school. Why you're not picking yourself off the chair and make your life better, get healthier, take care of your mental health. A lot of us are struggling with mental health. And yes, mental health is a scary thing, especially people who trouble in depression. It's very scary. And my one advice to people who is struggling with depression, when you have a support team and they're supporting you, you have to take advantage of it. You have to try. I know it's hard to pick yourself up and push yourself, but stop making excuses of not doing or helping yourself. Because when you don't try to correct yourself, you're the one that is in the depression. You're the one that is in that dark space. Yes, you are affecting your family around you, but after a while you will lose the things that you love the most. If you are stressed and you're sad and some days you wake up and you're so sad that you can't even explain why you're feeling that way, tell someone. Don't be afraid. Don't make fear take control over you from stopping you from reaching out for support. Don't doubt yourself by, oh my God, if I tell someone then they're going to look at me that way and I'm not going to be able to get the help or they might not help me. No, say it. Sometimes they may not know the resource to give you, but saying it out of your mouth is the first step. It helps a lot. I'm saying that because I see a lot of clients. I have family members who travel with depression and it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing for the victim and it's a terrible thing for the family because not only the not only the the victim is struggling but the family feels the effects so if you are depressed and you're traveling with depression or your bipolar any type of mental health that you are struggling with within your life and someone is asking to help you take the help don't be afraid to ask for help don't make fear be the number one thing to keep you back from asking for help. Don't make fear be the number one thing to keep you back to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Don't make fear be the number one thing or doubt be the number one thing for you to remove yourself from a toxic relationship. It could be friendship, marriage, family, any type of relationship you have with another party. Don't be afraid to walk away. Know that life on the other end of that road is better. That's the first step of healing you. That's the first step of loving you. So advice to you guys. Stop lying just to lie. Start being honest with yourself first. Remember, little lies is the dangerous lies. Because it becomes big lies. Remember. Loving you and putting you first. In a healthy manner. Is important for you. And is, then it's going to be important for the people. 
uranium. Okay, guys. On that note, this is your host. Until next time, this is love and be free. What I always say, love yourself. <laughs>